welcome to the Birdhouse podcast, where we talk about how to build a business, how to become a better version of ourselves, while we strive to fly up to the higher skies. My name is Alexander Guller, the CEO of the Birdhouse Agency, and I'm your host for this podcast. Welcome to the Birdhouse. Welcome to the Birdhouse podcast. My name is Alexander Guller, and today with me, I have Stephen Wynn. So, Stephen. It's been a hectic uh, last week, so uh, I know you have been getting some great results on your end. Would you like to talk a little about your last week? Yeah, so I guess I'll just start with the wins-losses lesson. We can go straight into that because that kind of is my whole week of all into one. So biggest win is just starting the... told you guys last week that I was starting a sales job. And I think that's going to be one of the best things that I've done because I'm able to continue to grow my own business while meeting more contacts and just becoming a better salesperson. And with that, just scored a potential huge contract that will be pretty much making most of what I made this whole year in one contract. Sounds Um, good. Sounds good. Uh, and so my best thing is, I guess, just getting that connection and just starting this and going after it. My biggest lesson is probably, so I have to retake the test that I, uh, I think I told you about, I had to take a licensing test, uh, for insurance and, um, I missed it by two questions. Ooh, tough one. So I have to read, I have to retake it this Saturday. And so, um, I wish I read actually read over the materials a little bit more rather than just go over the reviews because i think that would have made the two percent difference that i needed oh too bad too bad um but i kind of definitely cheesed the system because i did a month course in three days and so i i think it was about the best i could expect but it still sucks. Got to I have to pay for it again. Oh, well, okay. Well, but, that's that kind of sucks, but still only two questions apart. That's still great. But it's but it's really it's not that much money. Um, but it was just kind of thing where it's like two questions, really. <laughs> that's sort of um, yeah. And so I'm taking it again this next Saturday. And so lesson is just um, be prepared with that. Um, and use my time well because um even during those three days that i was rushing through it um i definitely did not use my mental energy in good spurts i definitely was like overstraining myself how to take a longer break and then overstraining myself again rather than hitting hitting where my mind's good break and then hitting it again and having a better uh retention span throughout rather than just overstressing and then crashing hmm. Well, yeah, I, so, yeah. I think you have to know when you work best and and play according to that. Yeah, which I know that, and I completely ignored my own body on it. Oh, well, <laughs> that's that's the thing that sucks because I I'm a person that wants to power through everything, even though I not I know that's not the most effective for my brain. Oof, it's a tough one. And like it's so yeah. tough to negotiate negotiate with yourself because you want to get it done, but your body can your body and mind can always t- handle the pressure at the same pace as nope. you want to get it done. Sorry. So yeah, um, sounds good. So it's your biggest win win loss lesson. Well, I I think uh, 
one of the biggest wins, I got a great idea of thinking because one of the things I wanted to get, get more of in my business, I want to get more clear results. So I need, uh, so I know what uh, steps I need to like, um, what, which are the pain points, which, which are the places that I need to improve. And I figured out a system that, uh, I think should figure that out, uh, figure that out. Um, so I still haven't implemented it yet, but I'm looking forward to doing it. And I, I think that's definitely my biggest win. Um, I think the biggest loss for me has been that, uh, in a situation that was quite unfortunate, I tried a new method of being like more aggressive and, and ensuring that I can also be angry and, and, and be grateful. But, uh, that actually uh, turned out to make the whole situation worse. So I think that was quite one of the lessons that oh, a, a, a calm head is always better. Um, mm. um, and yeah, and that leads into the lesson. A, a calm head needs to get better. Uh, a calm head is always better than being aggressive and angry because you can keep a clear mind and you can think through things through and, and, and so on. And I think also what, what ties into that is that, uh, you don't want to, um, overcomplicate the situation. Like if you get angry, mm-hmm. you can't think straight. You can't think clear as much as you do when you're calm and uh, mm-hmm. you, you get filled by the rage um, actually that's uh, you know the Greek the Greek gods um, the Greek myth, mythology uh, people believe that the Greek god uh, uh, the, the humans were the Greek gods playthings and the reason was that the, the gods were manifestations of different feelings like and a god of anger and a god of love and and so on and mm-hmm. because when you get filled with those emotions you can't control yourself as much yeah um and so well so that's been a fun lesson to learn and uh, to always remain calm and mind your temper and feelings and emotions and i think the the, the next goal for me is tr- definitely to uh, implement it uh, implement the, the system i talked about earlier so that I I need to know where I need to improve, uh, and also I, I think I need to be more creative in in some of the ways that I reach out and and do business, uh, because uh, there's a lot of funny ways to do it, and you always have to go go where the attention is going and making ads from there and so on. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I know beforehand. Um that you said that you were wanting to, um, I guess, more focus some of your time to, if you want to say, grow the business or grow yourself. Cause you, you said that you had a very hectic week. Um, some of that was on you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but some of it is also, um, I've definitely been in scenarios like that where your schedule is just to the five minute. Yeah. Um, and I guess talk a little bit about experience with that. Well, so throughout all my life, I have always been very engaged in a lot of different stuff. And I play volleyball and I have done a lot of things, also what is called the youth network and so on. And the thing is, I really like to do those things, but sometimes it's quite hard to balance so many different aspects in one's life. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you can't really focus on one thing if you have five things to focus on. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and, and so uh, I think sometimes I've, uh, you have to 
sacrifice what you want, uh, what you like to do, to what you want to actually get. Get. Uh, you you you're not willing to sacrifice what you want most. No, uh, what what you want now for what you want most. And I think that's such a powerful quote. Um, and I think I have to do that a little more. Be more willing to sacrifice some of the other things to do, so I get a more singularity of focus. So I, I know mm-hmm. what direction I need to go. So I don't need to have that hectic week with going into five different things on the same day. Yeah, I know, especially um, last year and the year before, I had so many things going on that my schedule was filled up basically the five minute. I had um, ministry stuff. I was going through church, um, basketball, um, work, school. Um, I had all of that and I was juggling. I left my house at 5.30 a.m. And didn't get back till usually about 10 30 was my days yeah um like i would go home use the restroom grab some food and sprint out the door again because i needed a change of clothes um and that was pretty much my my whole high school career as well and i've definitely learned like i'm very much a person that loves to do a wide cast um and so whether that's my activities or um whatever that um that sometimes things slip through because of that. And yeah. uh, I've definitely learned over the last two years, especially that it's okay to say no to things. People aren't like, yes, you're, yes, you're an influential person. At least this, again, this is for me, um, might be the same for you, but like, yes, I'm an influential person, but at the same time, I need to care of myself, my own interests, as well as taking care of others. I'm a person that loves to give and hates to take but sometimes you do have to take for yourself a little bit because otherwise you just run dry and then you're basically like a car running on no oil um because you do it for so long and yeah. don't take care of yourself yeah yeah and definitely and i know that feeling quite well as well and i also think about is um when we talk about that i also think about it's also making sure that you don't run out of things to give because if you keep on giving, mm-hmm. you don't have time to replenish what your own stock, so to speak. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. I think at least my most important resources right now are time, energy, and like mental energy is physical and yeah. mental. I split them out in my own body. Mm-hmm. Those are like the three most important things I can give because you can give your time and energy for money. You can give it for um, like blessing people that that's how you make money is your knowledge and your time yeah it, and it, it really is uh, you always trade your time for the value the the work um <laughs> but but i think back to the giving part i also think that the the part about giving is also one of the better predictors of success in business because you actually want to help people but you don't help people for free and also one of the reasons that you don't help people for free is because if they get free stuff, they don't value value it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So so yeah, I think that's definitely a, a big point to make. And the time and energy uh, we have to take care of ourselves. And time is the most yep. valuable source. So absolutely. Um, and I had a question. So again, being a marketing person, I'm able to figure this out for other people, but I am awful about figuring out my own marketing, which is 
like my personal brand marketing, which is hilarious because I'm able to do it for so many other people. Um, but somebody was like, okay, if you had um, like figuring, they're they like, we need, we're challenging you because we were trying to figure out like what my personal brand was. And so far it's basically like, I'm a Swiss army knife. I'm able to pull out this skill and this skill and this skill. Mm -hmm. um, and that might be your brand, but that's not how to like, engage people long term um oh, because yeah. you're because of the casting wide neck um like example i'm going to use gary v he's just super simple because everyone knows what he's about he's about hustle effort he wants to own the new york jets and he's um he's a immigrant from um oh what was it what's the country oh. he's immigrant from again uh i, I think it was one in, in europe I, I, I can't remember yeah uh, I don't want. I don't want to say Bulgaria, but I might be. I don't know, but um, he's outside of. <laughs> yeah, um, and so um, that's that's who he is. Um, his number one thing is effort and hustle. Hmm. Like, do more, be more. That's that's his whole message. Yeah. So, and, um, and I also want to add with the kindness. Because that that, mm -hmm. that that I think is also one of his biggest uh, things to, to be yeah. person with the branding. Absolutely, um, and so like you know, that's like the core values of Gary. Stephen, what's my core values? Like I can say, okay, for my personal values, I value um, my I value like love, faith, and um, like close friends and family that's like my personal like core values. Um, but like, what is my like brand values and, um, what, like if you say you were invited on Gary V's podcast, what, what is the one topic you would talk about? That's, and I was like, I don't know hmm. because doing this, it's just conversing with a friend. And yep. for me, I'm like, hey, I had I had this thing come up and I have it on my mind. And that's kind of what we talk about. Or you same with you. It kind of is just natural flow of conversation. Yeah. But like what it's like for me, it was like I had such a wide cast of net because I'm able to fit with so many businesses and marketing and all of that. It's like in order to get more business, I have to try to hone down on that one staple of mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is that? Hmm. and so because gary gary's is hustle yeah that uh, oh yeah that's his it really that's is. his staple yeah um, um and jason's is working smart yeah. smarter not harder yeah and so and keep like, going what keep is fucking it? going <laughs> yep Let's keep keep fucking going and um and like just also don't bang your head against the wall basically <laughs> Oh, sorry, I did it again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, but, but I, I think the question about uh, if you went on a podcast with Kevin V, what would you talk about? I think that's a good question. So I, yeah. I, I know because of what some of the things he brands with the kindness and hustle and so on, I think I would love to talk about him, about uh, always shooting for the stars and making sure that you are kind to every other people. Uh, because that, mm -hmm. if if they remem remembered you to be kind, that that's how people like you. Like, 
not being yeah. harmless like you still have to stand your ground and negotiate if you have to but being kind by natural by nature yeah. that that's one of the best things I, that reminds of john patterson's quote of like what's the difference between a good man and a kind man Mm. or nice like a nice guy yeah like because you know like the phrase nice guys always finish last um and reason for that is good guys are monsters who keep it under control yeah that's the biggest difference like if if i didn't have any self-control i would be a effing mess like i i could cause some havoc yeah um but because i have that self-control and that kindness and that love that's that's why i scored a great girlfriend that's why i'm where i am today with like the job the business what opportunities have had brought because yes i can do damage but i can use all those skills that i know for good as well um but i know a guy who just cannot keep like keep a girl talking to him and i'm like dude you're too nice Yeah. like legit like you you don't want to hurt a fly yeah you're and, a pushover you're a pushover people don't yeah, take like, your girls aren't attracted to that yeah, yeah. guys yeah. aren't either no no like, like you no uh, nobody needs to mess with you if you don't if you don't know how to stand your ground like like you, yeah if i want to get into point a and you're in the way and you're not going to fight for your stance i'm just going to push you away like i want to get to point a mm-hmm. Fuck you! <laughs> Absolutely. But but and one of the rules I always think about um, and I always try to live by is I want to make I want to act in a way that makes sure that I, if there's nothing if we we are not angry with each other I can always meet a person I have met before and be kind <laughs> with them. So like uh, some of the girls that I have met uh, met with and had in some romantic relationship with, with and even though it ended i want to be make sure that i acted in a way that makes me makes it so that she don't think that i'm a fucking bad guy just for, for being yeah. bad like it, it didn't work and that's it didn't work that's how i got the position i had before i worked for my ex's dad mm-hmm. because i was such a good guy that he wanted to bring me on board sounds good yeah uh, And I, I think that's definitely one of the, the keys to to it. Like, be kind. Make me make sure that you 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 make sure that you that you can pe- meet people again, even though you have <laughs> stopped talking. Um, like like uh, I'm I'm still 19 years old, so um, for me, uh, I think it's a bit more different for me than it is for you. But I'm I like I mean when I'm at parties and so on. I meet both girls and boys who are like, oh no, it's so weird. I don't want to talk to that guy because maybe we got a crush. Maybe we don't, I don't know. We talk, but now we yeah. don't talk. And now it's so, so awkward. I'm like, dude, it shouldn't come to that part. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, the only different, we're, we're only two years apart. So it's really not that different, but I also conduct my life a little bit differently than you do. Oh yeah. What, um, Well, because I'm not I'm not a partier that's um and so for but for me I definitely see that even in groups I'm doing and they're like oh I can't like go do this I'm like why yeah why why can't you go like I don't want to like mess it up and it's like either you're gonna be a in limbo and you're just gonna delay the inevitable of they're gonna like you or they're not yeah like there's two options 
and if you leave it in the middle, you're that's an effing loser. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and the po- that's and, no, that's no to me. Yeah, and and the thing is, pick your poison. Like, that's going to be bad, bad stuff either way. So, like, which which do you want to take? Like, do you want to get live in the illusion of maybe that's a girl that likes me, or do you want to like, okay, that didn't work out, let me get on with my life mm-hmm. and like indecision is one of the biggest time wasters ever just pick a decision mm-hmm. and if it's the wrong one choose another like that a lot of things is still reversible yeah because you're gonna win your wins um should if there's enough like roi on your wins they should weigh out to your losses like people expect i'm just gonna use sales numbers because um for like sales numbers people are like if you talk to say five people most likely you may or may not close close a deal period because if you're even if you have a 25 percent um close rate you might have five in a row that you talk to that aren't ready but then the next two two or three might be a deal but people usually stop right at the threshold yeah for that because they're not willing to be as we talked about last week aggressively patient mm-hmm. they're not willing to wait that time yeah for that yeah and also believe in the process like like the the, the five times is also um experiences like you get you get better for each time you do it like mm-hmm. everybody's is bad and any everything at first but if when you get more experience like you, you get better like the, the top people in the mm-hmm. wor- world, the way that they make money or became that successful was because of the uh, because they practiced all in, all of the different skills they had. Like like mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi didn't become the world's best f- soccer player without practicing a fucking whole lot. <laughs> I think he just went to the gym once a week. Yeah. What if you, if that's how you did it? You're fucking a natural, like a big natural. <laughs> if he did it that easily, then go have all the money. Yeah, yeah, it, like it would be. Yeah, it would be, Yeah, it would just be like, yeah, go ahead, and we we can do shit. So go ahead, get, mm-hmm. get, take it all. Exactly. But, but yeah, so it's um like again with like yes kind like for you you want do you want your personal brand to be based around kindness is that like what your staple wants to be i think for that i think it's uh, i've not decided i know it's gonna adapt but oh yeah yeah also we change along the way but i think uh, i definitely think that that is going to be one of the pinpoints for me yeah, because I know I know what a lot of my secondary like attributes are, but I don't know what my staple is. Like for me, one of my secondary things has always been like there's more than just how like the rules state to do it. There's more than one way to do anything. So like with school system, I I did not agree with the school system. I I'm doing a very unconventional career path. Um like everything about like how I've gotten to where I've gotten is very untraditional and some's risky, some safe, but a lot of people see me as like a loose cannon, but I go, no, I'm a very calculated cannon. I just like to shoot far away where, where people don't see. And the people who has been around me knows that. 
but people who just see me are like, you're crazy. Mm. At, at first but, glance, like, uh, at first glance, you're crazy, yeah, I, but when you get to know you, because it's like, I've had, I've had four jobs in the last three years, two of them probably could have been two or three of them probably could have been career jobs. Um, that I could have been stayed at that company for 30 years and been completely um, fine financially and all of that. I'm like, no. Well, yeah, it's also about finding what makes you happy and 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 at, mm-hmm. and at what threshold is is does that make you happy? Like, um, you, uh, one of the things uh, I think about when we talk about finance and 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 income and so on is one of the I can't remember what the technical term is, but like whatever your your day to day life costs, like what 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 passive amount, income, yeah, pa- yeah, uh, what well more what the amount your of ma- money your maintenance, yeah, the main maintenance uh price for for you living a month, if that is the same as the passive income, like that's where you want to be. You can everything yeah. over that is extra money, and that's quite good. Yeah. What what I want to do with like my passive income is make that greater than my expenses, and that's my play money. And anything that I actually earn above that is investment money. Yeah. So, and play money is the go get the Star Wars uh, Millennium Falcon Collector's Edition uh, Lego. Um, that's what I mean by like play money. But like my investment is going to be like, okay, I'm going to find a new business. I'm going to do that in the S and P five hundred. Um, in whatever uh bitcoin whatever whatever investment you want to do oh yeah yeah definitely i also think of it as, sometimes you, you have to like take a chance with your investments as well mm-hmm. and, and i think crypto is one of the f- funniest things uh, to invest in because that that shit is volatile as fuck <laughs> it goes yeah up and down. And- and for a while, I think the AR and VR are going to be very volatile. Oh, yeah. um, so like the meta, the metaverse with, um, I think the top two right now are open sandbox. And I can't remember what the other um, AR like heavy thing is, but they take like basically a real world and sell different properties on there. And you can do whatever if you want, and you can turn those into NFTs as well. And so you're able to sell NFTs off of property that you own on the world on yeah. the digital world yeah you you mean like the, the that game uh, I, I think it's called new world or something like that no it's not even new world okay. um this is i mean this is like a legit like basically fake society if you want to look at it that way it's digital society you sit down and you would literally go to your job on there you would go to your property you would buy materials to build stuff you would create uh and nft so like whatever progress you're doing and then you can sell that you can sell your property on there and like actually and there's a currency even within the world but like you're but you it's a transaction so you're able to use real world money like and get it back from that it's not just a dumping it into the system Hmm. so dude it's it's a very interesting and complex thing and i want to get into it i just don't have the what money i want to play with it in there <laughs> dude uh, sometimes i think about like these are exciting times for technology like we we get mm-hmm. so close to 
to making a fucking AI a simulation. Like like that shit is an, a simulation. Like an, a oh, 100%. Virtual, a virtual reality. And the, the thing and, is, it might even and, become more real than uh, the reality. Yeah, and the thing is, it's real people on there. It's not yeah. like it's um, some AI that's doing it. No, it's your neighbor could literally buy their property of land, and you could literally buy your property of land where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, it's so, so amazing. Uh, it, it's going to be some, like sold out online or something like that. Oh, 100%. Uh, um, actually, uh, do you know what World of Warcraft is? World of Warcraft. Is? World of Warcraft? Yeah. yeah. All right. So yep. uh, back in back in the days, you know... Uh, I'm a gamer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> same. Same. So uh, I, I, I thought you knew it about. So uh, that was true. But uh, you, you know how the auction house works. So uh, how mm-hmm. the auction house works in, in World of Warcraft is you can sell stuff and you can pick the price for for it and um, you could also ch- trade with other people and one of the ways that uh, some people made mo- uh, made real life money was making sure that they got really rich in world of warcraft and trading real uh, real life money for in-game gold uh, as so to speak <laughs> and that was actually I, I can't remember the study but uh, who 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 did the study but he actually uh, you, you know like each um, each country have like a, a national proto national product yeah i think it's called yep and the, he tried to calculate i think it was world of warcraft it might have been runescape but in similar categories which is like one of the biggest countries some of the big, biggest proto national Russian national product because there was so much trade going on and and yeah the, I, I, I think that's going to happen again <laughs> but that would yeah, like yeah people it's just like with um if people don't know world of warcraft and how that system work if a lot of people know minecraft so like people have tried to calculate what an emerald in minecraft is worth and like the daily market mm-hmm. and the thing about it is Minecraft, The it's either worth pennies or it's worth like a million dollars. There's no in-between on mm-hmm. emeralds. Like there's, or there is an in-between, but like there's no consistent like trade value for it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but like with like a game like World of Warcraft, it's a lot more consistent or Fortnite or uh, anything like that where you're trading goods or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and also uh, beforehand you m- mentioned in- NFTs and I think mm-hmm. for anybody to want to like understand what an F- NFTs are, uh, that's basically a skin in Fortnite, a skin in Minecraft, a yeah. skin in in League of Legends. It's a digital asset that you can sell for money. It's just it's a non forgeable token is yeah. what it's technically called, and so you're not able to forge where it came from, even though there's somebody who literally got a whole list of every nft that's out there period um but <laughs> what without that but <laughs> big butt right yeah. now but they're trying they're you just um, removed that from the equation <laughs> yep um that wasn't supposed to happen but some guy found a weird weird loophole through it they're trying to fix that security patch so on and so oh, forth really? um yeah so you basically the image that you get it's your property 
And so if you say you go to a, so I'm going to use Taylor Swift because her new album just came out. Um, you take Taylor Swift's like album record and um, say that this record was a picture. You own that picture as an NFT and then you're able to trade it or collect it or whatever. Um, and people, because you have to create um, excitement around your NFT, which is also how a lot of people hide their money in art. If you, there's excitement around that NFT, you're able to make a ton of money off of it. But at the same time, it's also just like a collector's, a collector's thing. Sorry about that. I'm having um, some hiccups. Um, but like a lot of people love art. And so for NFTs, some people just like to get them to get them and own the images. But some people are doing it to um, to make money. So. Oh, uh, also, like Gavin V has also talked about, he, he, I don't know if he actually re released them or not, but uh, about like 100, 150 uh, NFTs, which can guarantee <clears throat> uh, like half, I think it was half an hour of interview, one-on-one -on -one interview with him, maybe one hour, and and also yeah. uh, an invitation to one of his next big uh, networking net networking events. So uh, yeah. it's going to. Be I don't know if he's released that yet. I, I don't think he has. Um, I know. I know you can. You can. His uh, wallet and yeah, sorry, all of the uh, things that he owns on OpenSea. Uh, uh, his, you cancel out. Can you like? Um, so you can see. You you cancel out. Yeah. So, can you so like, Gary V. Yeah. yeah. So Gary V. And um, there's some other celebrities that do this. Um, like Jake Paul, Logan Paul. You can go on OpenSea. I think it's called is the OpenSea NFT network and go and look at their wallets and see exactly what they have and what they've created and sold and all of that. And so you can actually go and follow what celebrities and big shots are doing. Um, so it's not like a, it's not like, oh, it's cash transaction. No, you can see exactly what they're buying, what they're selling and all of that. Dude, everything is open for everybody. Yeah. No privacy anymore. Even, even cash is easier to track nowadays because of cameras. Yeah. Because you're able to see, okay, this person went to this store and it's really not that hard to you see. Oh, so uh, this receipt was bought at this time with cash security camera. Yeah. Um, like I know, I know some preppers that are like, oh, they can't, uh, like, uh, can't track my cash purchases. And I'm like, you know that they know that you're buying 50 solar panels because there's a camera on their place. And you have a delivery thing that's being shipped to your house that's tracked by uh, UPS, FedEx, whoever is doing it, and that they have transactions of everything that's happening, mm -hmm. even if you pay cash for it. Yeah, yeah, it, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, and the the person who controls the data, like, we don't know how much power he holds. Like, yeah, we're with. People with like the vaccines of oh, there's trackers in you, and I'm like, you have a phone on you, don't you? Yeah. Like you, if I if I say diapers 50 times near your phone, you're gonna start getting advertisements about diapers. Like that's just how life works. Like you have a tracker on your pocket all the time. And yeah, and that's really how what it, what it is. It's a tracker. It's quite useful for a lot of things, but it also it also tracks you. 
Everything mm-hmm. that signal attracts you. Yeah, GPS, Wi-Fi calls. Like they're using somebody else's product and service, and so like I'm sure that there's logs of everything because every U.S.-based company has to keep track of what happens, and so especially data, um, data people, and so. Yeah. yeah, like if if you can control that, like God only knows how much power you actually have. Like like Google and Facebook and Instagram and so on, like they control much of everything that we see. Yeah. And a lot of their sub products, like people are like, oh, I don't want to buy from Amazon, and then they buy, I don't know, a great value. But like the own or somebody uh, is like, oh, I don't want to buy from like Walmart's brand or whatever. So like you buy a great value or you buy the step up and you're like, you're still buying from the same person yeah. or Coke. You don't want to buy from Coca-Cola, but you buy a Powerade. That's a Coca-Cola product mm. yeah, yeah, or things like that. And you're, you're just like, okay, you're buying from the big companies when it comes to it with all the supply. Yeah. Actually, yesterday I found out that one of the companies in Denmark that makes beer, Carlsberg, also supplies water. And I was like, Wait, what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know that they mm-hmm. were in the supply of water as well. One of the water is a huge industry. It's just because there's not like even in the U.S. There's been so much contamination in the water that no one trusts even the city water because they have to chlorinate it so much. Really? Just to get rid of stuff. So like, yes, I can drink out of the tap water, but it's not the best like for my long term health. I wouldn't want to go out to the river and drink it because that's where all the sewage is going. Um, even though people think it's not, but it is. Um, and so it's like, and I don't know, you can use India or whatever. So people trust bottled water. So like Dasani, um, Aquafina, uh, Fuji, uh, Fuji, uh, those are just a couple of big names. They all sell water, even though it only takes them eight cents of plastic and things to make the water. They also have to keep it and all that, which is increase the price but the reason they do that is because they're able to sell that more than they are their actual hot product yeah i think that's so fun I, like, yeah. Yeah. And also here in denmark we have two brands of beer tubok and carlsberg which mm-hmm. are both made from uh from carlsberg and and the thing is yep. uh carlsberg is is a more of a sports beer where Tubo is a more festival musical beer. And it's it's funny because they have like pitted them against each other. So they have made an um, uh, an internal competition between the two beers, which where they supply both of the beers. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's so so genius. So yeah, goddamn genius. Like people say, yes, monopolies can make some things cheaper, but they also can inflate some things. Oh yeah. I think competition competition is hundred percent the way to go. Even though, yes, both both companies are going to win in the end because even if someone has a larger market share, the other company is still going to make a huge amount based on the marketing compared to the other person, even if they lose. Yeah, definitely. But dude, the person that made it like that. I hope he got a big check for that. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your goals for this week? Um, I, 
I know we're a Brett Cop, uh abrupt cut. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. We have, to, we have to keep the schedule. So um, I want to implement the system where I get more mm -hmm. a clear overview of my results, so that I know um, where I want to, where I need to improve. So, like, I want to get more clear st statistics on the different steps in my business and how to get clients and and so on, and making sure that I know what to improve and where and how to do it. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what about you? What are your goals for That's next awesome. week? Thanks. Um, my goal varies uh, very similar to you of just finding what my priorities are in general um, and really honing down on that and um, actually passing the test on Saturday so I don't have to take it again. Oh, that would be good. Getting quite great. Yeah. Getting getting two more questions right because I can't technically make money until I actually have that license in hand. I can make the sale. I just can't collect the money until. Well, that's kind of the important <laughs> part. And so I'm like, two questions, really. So that's my number one goal. Um, but and then the my secondary goal is to I get honed down more and get also get stuff moved more towards KC because I'm going to be moving out of Manhattan towards KC as well. Sounds good. I'm glad to hear. I'm, I'm yep. and I'm also looking forward to to hear how how that's going to go. Yeah, I'm excited for it, and I think it's going to create more opportunities than I think from it, just by meeting people in general. Sounds good. So, everybody, cool. thanks for listening, and I will we will see you next time. Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Birdhouse Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, follow me on my Instagram at the Birdhouse Agency and share it to your friends and family or rate it on Apple Podcast or Anger. My name is Alexander Guler and I will see you at the next episode. Mm -hmm.